Ladies and gentlemen, in the podcast world, we are doing our 100th episode and talking everything around our 100th episode plus Psalm 16. <laughs> Stick around. You'll enjoy. And it's the Dwayne and Jennifer show. Well, hello, hello. 100 episodes, Jennifer. 100. This is kind of like, you might say, a marker. Yeah, I would say so. It's a big deal. Do you know that we're closer to 100 than we are to zero? Well, we are at 100. 99 no, I'm talking, closer. No, I'm talking our age. Oh, yeah. You and I, That's... 54. Closer to 100 than we are to zero. What does that have to do with a podcast? I just want to bring us down. Yeah, and I'm also depressed. Yeah, think about that. That's heavy. One day your joints will feel like butter, though. In the next day. It's called Resurrection. Love it. Um, big deal. Big deal. 100 episodes, man. We've been doing this for a while. My gosh. And then episodes. I just think about the pearls that have been dropped I, I in these know. 100 episodes. I know. There's necklaces strung all over the nations oh. of the earth. <laughs> 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 Building jewelry one bomb at a time. Come on. Pearl bombs. Boom. That's a big deal. Yeah. So um, anything new, exciting, as we want to move forward with 100 episodes? Do you want to talk about the pregnancy? <laughs> <laughs> you call me Sarah. Uh, man, no, I'm not pregnant, but if I were, I'd be in the fetal position myself. Yeah, we probably wouldn't be here. <laughs> We'd be just weeping quietly under for the several table. weeks. <laughs> yeah, for several weeks until I could get the joy. Oh, my goodness. Um, no, can't think of anything really, you know, epic That's funny because I have things. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, spring. <laughs> okay. Love spring. Yeah. Um, Living in Kansas City, there's um, some real positives. I'm Name still, them. I'm still looking <laughs> to try and find them. Barbecue. <laughs> but uh, barbecue, the city's become a cool city. It, I agree. And it, I love it. The cool. city's getting an identity. I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs help. Yeah, sure. You know, just gives us a little sense of identity. But a negative. So we had this day this week where it was... I didn't turn on the air conditioning because it's just out of principle. Right. It was so hot in here. It was, was it 78 degrees in our house? Yep. And I'm like, people, can we not have a little spring 65, 70 for like three weeks? Right. I love that weather. 70 yeah, degrees. Right. My friend out in California, he always, what's going on? I don't know. It was 70 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We're looking for a little spring, but we don't have any. Yeah. Because when you got spring, you got what? Spring in your step. Okay. Just, love it. It just kind of gives you a little upper. I like an upper. <laughs> spring gives you spring in your step. Come on, man. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. Ooh, wait on, for man. the merch coming soon. But it's like, yeah. So that's a big thing for me, spring. Yeah. But can I say one of the ne negative uh, things about spring? Yeah. Uh. Um, Our yard. What about it? We just, our yard isn't great. Like, then I once things start growing back, I like green, but then I go, crud. Like, well, the reason is neglect. go work in it. Go work in the yard. I day. don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to replace all living things with like those plastic flowers, put them outside. Let's, let's replace oh our lawn with turf too. If, that, if you, oh my gosh. <laughs> my husband's getting mad at me on the air. <clears throat> well, do you know how much you'd complain if everything was 
turf and plastic. Well, I know, honey, it's a joke. I know that, but I'm also trying to like, in every joke, there's a little bit of reality. No, oh, you know I hate that statement. Okay, I'm going to address that right now. We are so off topic. I cannot stand that statement. In every joke, there's a little bit of truth. No, not in my world. That's why it's funny. Like, if you're trying to send a message passive in a passive-aggressive humor way, that's not nice. That's me. I'm going to argue with you there a little bit. Go ahead. I think in most jokes, there's some truth. But if that's your form of communication, that's wrong. That's true. Um, well, if that's your form of communication, that's wrong. Yes, that's what I agree with. But not all jokes are they true. Okay, whatever. We're not going to dissect that. Dwayne. What's going on, man? Hundredth episode. Let's get back on target. You got spring in your step. You're jumping like Odie the dog from Garfield. Um, I'm just trying to think about anything else is good. Um, I don't know. I had an amazing meal last night. <laughs> I don't need to go into that. We went out. And- I thought you were going to say bowel movement. I'm glad you kept it to meal. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not at the age. We're not where, there yet. No, we're not there Give yet. Give us another So minute. what's going on? Well, a big highlight is a good bowel movement today. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel refreshed. Oh my gosh, I got a spring in my step. Yeah. So um, no, I'm not there yet. I'm you know still fairly regular. If you needed an update, and I'm so grateful for that actually. And I just came back from the dock, and my gosh, he says you're good to go. Yeah, like there were some issues. Like um, I you know healthy you know eating healthy. It's been an issue of mine you know last couple of years. You know I'm just I'm not gonna say I've been in the I've been a little bit stuck in the weeds sure. and stuck like ooh I like my sugar <laughs> I like my my uh, chips and salsa, but I've made some progress and so um, sugar's great mm-hmm. or sugar's good. I wouldn't say it's great blood sugar, blood sugar. Uh, and then. I've never had this, but my blood pressure was, it's been high for a season and what it's back. Awesome. We're in a good place. And, uh, so yeah, just so now you can start munching on those Cadbury eggs freely. No, that's like, that's like crack cocaine those to things you to me. Oh my God. The crunchy ones, not the big old soft ones. You know, there's a Cadbury egg that you crack it. It's chocolate on the outside. You crack it open. It looks like an egg yolk coming out, and it's just weird. Oh, those no, aren't the Cadbury no, no, eggs you not, like. No, the cra- they're the the candy shell. Ooh, you love those. It's crack cocaine. All right, all right. Let's get to it, bud. What's well, going on? Last time, last uh, episode, we talked around just you know going into the emotions of the human heart. Yeah, and and just and so for me, just the the big that I'm just now seeing my eyes are kind of being opened is, is the, the center place of joy mm-hmm. of being uh, in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And that is emotion that seems to be highlighted. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, I'm even been doing a little reading around it and stuff, but it's, it's so a biblical definition of joy is not, is not circumstantial. And I'm not even sure that jo- like, I'm not even sure that joy is because you don't have joy from uh, an experience. It's it's more happiness. Like mm-hmm. I loved that. It's not joy, and I'm really wondering if the main source of joy is actually not relational, mm-hmm. and it's with and the it's, Lord and with humans. Mm-hmm. I think it's both and, but it's in that relationship. I'm naming. I'm going to name myself Joy now. Okay, John. That way, you'd be in a relationship with joy. Okay, keep going. But I, but I, I believe it is an emotion that, well, for me, it's definitely an emotion that is not circumstantial. Correct. So you can be in a really hard place and still have joy. Yes. And that is a very much a biblical concept. So mm-hmm. 
like the but the 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 statement for me is John fourteen starts out verse one. Do not let your hearts be troubled. So mm-hmm. you're going into troubling waters, mm-hmm. and then it is all about that chapter is about union with God, mm-hmm. union with God the Father, and in union with God the Son, mm-hmm. and then Jesus kind of cap you know and and or at least a pretty solid uh, and and a bookcase marker is i tell you this that you would have joy and that your joy would be full he goes mm-hmm. this i've gave you all this because of joy mm-hmm. and then i'm seeing um joy in the psalms is is very predominant yeah rejoice joy joyfulness mm-hmm. um and then you t- and then you see it in the context of relational um understanding with god mm-hmm. And the result of relationship with God is joy. Right. And so um, Jim Wilder is, um, you know, you might have heard us talk about the other half of of church. And so Jim Wilder is a brain scientist and a neuroscientist and, but a, a, you know, strong believer. And he was in, he is in the counseling, um, you know, world and he's taken secular studies and in the main point of the study that this um, secular brain scientist has discovered is that the main right side of our brain, all of us, the main part of that is the highest function of it, whatever, is joy. Mm-hmm. And this is not from a biblical perspective, but a scientific, this is how we're made. And so there's something there in regards when I am in right um, communion, right relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. that there is him shining on me. Mm-hmm. And so like why, just give me a little bit of grace here. I'm going to pull this together. Why did, why did the Lord say to Moses, tell Aaron to bless the people this way? Mm-hmm. Tell them that my face shines upon them and I will lift up my countenance upon on them mm-hmm. so that is a form that's how god is chose to bless us mm-hmm. with his countenance looking upon us mm-hmm. and that sets us up for psalm 16 mm-hmm. but it is that face of god countenance on us mm-hmm. and the result is joy yeah and so when when people look upon so i you know they're um, Wilder would say this is also part of the human experience that when I'm in a right relationship and there's like even in regards to there's eye connection I know I walk in here with a relationship with you and you love me no matter what mm-hmm. the result is it's a joy it's a joyful interaction mm-hmm. and I've got joy moving in my brain because mm-hmm. of my interaction with you mm-hmm. and so I'm just buying in we are so relational yeah and God walked with Adam mm-hmm. and I want to highlight that first so Adam was made to be in relationship with God, mm-hmm. but it was also not that it was also not right that he was alone. Right. So I believe we need both, and I almost don't want to overemphasize either. Uh huh. Like uh-huh. Per, like saying your relationship is more important with God. I don't know if that's a. I think it's fundamental, but also 
people don't do well if they only focus on God. Right. And uh-huh. and it's you know we've we've go it's actually punishment to be alone solitary confinement you're you're alone mm-hmm. and that's that's form of punishment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I am just coming my just how relational we are right I mean even sorry I, I was talking a long time yeah you were um, was good so good well more pearls more necklaces um, but the the God puts the lonely in families. I mean, it matters. Relationship matters. The The fact that he created man, not good to be alone, creates a woman together, they produce offspring. So then we're clustered in families. I mean, it, it's it's God's design. The Trinity is in fellowship. There's, you know what I mean? 100%. So God knows what he's doing. I'm and so him. for us to go, no, we don't need people. It's just we're off in that. Way off. But... When the eyes of the Father are on us and we mm-hmm. see it and we experience it, it changes our life. I believe in, in so where I was saying we're relational, I don't know if you need, but there is something that you can only get when God looks on you. 100%. That I will never find in your eyes. Right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, I think that's such a key thing to say because often people aren't recognizing they have a deficit with God and they're trying to get that deficit met in human relationship and it can't be done. 100%. We do need both. Yeah. We do need both. Yeah. But you first... To be in right order. Yeah. To, and yep. the right order is the right thing. Yep. So if my relationship with God is in deficit, I am... I'm clingy, I'm needy, I'm expecting you to meet needs that you have ne- you you're not designed to meet. You know, and and vice versa, you're just crazy how you're always wanting to like hold my hand all the time. Um so I I don't often people are trying to get something out of a human experience that God is going, "Hey, you're designed to meet with me. Look at me first. Yes, 100%. So, all right. What's up? Well, I want, we going, us to, I want us to go through Psalm 16. It's 11 verses, but it's we're really heading towards verse 11. So we can yeah. go quite quickly. But yeah. I think that this is a, this verse has been known, it's been called the golden Psalm. Yeah. And because those who believe it, in them, it is to be valued more than gold. Mm-hmm. So there is incredible, I think this is an incredible pathway on on some of the foundational places in that David found rooting uh-huh. as he as he as he walked out his life, <laughs> and so there's this there's it's just incredible stuff. So I'm just gonna I just want to quickly go through it. Okay, but the goal is to get to verse eleven. So verse one, Psalm sixteen, verse one: Preserve me, O God, for in you I put my trust. So it is this: guard me, protect me, mm-hmm. keep me. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know of a specific threat to David when mm-hmm. this was written, but it's that nature. And then he goes, I put my trust in you. And the way I've been just breaking this down is, um, you know, it's more the, the Greek part of us mm-hmm. where we, it's his attributes. So mm-hmm. I trust in his knowledge. I trust in his power. Mm-hmm. I trust in that he's omniscient, that he's here with me. So those is... That's his attributes, um, but it's also, I put my trust in his nature. Mm-hmm. And so I trust, I'm so grateful for his mercy, grateful for his love, tenderness, gentleness, mm-hmm. kindness towards me. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I put my trust, and he says, 
O my soul, you have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. Mm-hmm. And that is, he, he understood poverty of spirit, that mm-hmm. beatitude. Mm-hmm. And what I love about poverty of spirit, it is just, I see things accurately. Yeah. And what I mean by that is the great distance between God and creation. Mm-hmm. And I want to emphasize, it's not self-hatred. Right. It is seeing yourself right. I am a creature, mm-hmm. not the creator. Mm-hmm. And the distance is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I want to see myself properly. And he goes, my goodness, these good things, mm-hmm. they've come from the hand of the God that I serve. Yeah. Yeah. And even, you know, uh, the poverty of spirit concept, I think of there's, there's piles of treasure and that's God and that's who he is. And it's every aspect of him, his unending character traits that we'll be discovering in a billion years, piles and piles and piles. And I look down in my hand are three. You know what I mean? Yes. But that's all available to me. I am poor in contrast to what's made available Dude, to great. me. great. Excellent. So that, I just, I love that kind of but it, but mind it, picture. But when you live there, mm-hmm. it just opens you up to see actually and to recognize the goodness of God. Absolutely. And when you don't, you're a victim and a complainer. Right. So verse three, as for the saints on the earth... They are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. And so powerful. this is quoting God. That's powerful. And it's, I don't want to get into the weeds on this one because I think there is some, but if you love Jesus, God looks at you differently, yes. the Father. Yes. And he says, excellent ones. And there's a place where God loves humanity, mm-hmm. but he delights in those who worship and love him. Yeah, And it is a... That is an, a, a, an emotion that you get touched by, mm-hmm. but it's a living truth. He is for you, not against mm-hmm. you. And this is where the countenance, his face shining on you. Mm-hmm. This is, I want us to have this, get it clear how God views yeah. you. I mean, his delight in us <laughs> is such a powerful reality. It'll change your life. Yes. Like, it. it it's not, I need you. I Oh, I need you. Come on. There it is. But the, d- when you delight in someone, they bring you pleasure. They bring you joy. You, what's wrong? Why is your face looking like that? Well, it's, You're all well, squonky. Well, I'm actually, it's like overwhelming. It is overwhelming. That, that I have that, that response mm-hmm. on the heart of God. That the, we can the impact eternal. the heart of God. There's a when he looks at us, yes. when when we dial in on this, it it moves his heart. Yeah. That's just wow. It, it's staggering. It's beautiful. It is. The, and that I mean when I humanity. when I'm experiencing his delight over my life, I want to give him everything. Amen. So it produces just a, a heart response back towards him of why would you think of me like that? Oh my yeah. goodness. I love you too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's beautiful. So verse four is kind of the negative, only negative verse in here. And it speaks of those that um, are not believers. Their sorrows shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. Mm -hmm. Their drink offerings of blood I will not offer, nor take up 
their names on my lips. So he's like, I will not worship idol- idols. Mm-hmm. But he goes, their sorrows shall be multiplied. Mm-hmm. And that's the heavy part because yep. sorrows, this is anguish, mm-hmm. um, grief, distress. And he goes, they will be, it's just going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for the believer, mm-hmm. there's healing yeah. there's restoration there's help yeah and 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 the impact of sin will not weigh on my life yeah i think this is a very powerful verse especially in contrast to the excellent ones in whom and is all my delight yes, yes. because you know think about the coworker you work with they look successful they look like it, they got it all going on and maybe they're advancing in their career and blah 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 But the truth is this, behind the mask of their face, their sorrow is increasing. Those who, you know, sorrow, the sorrows of those will increase who chase after other gods. That is intense. And I remember being an unbeliever. I remember the first time I came in contact with the God who loved me and I felt the weight of my sin Everything I'd ever done still in the backpack on my back. I love that part of your testimony. Like the weight of it. Yes. Like you wreck. That's what uh, I love yeah. that you, you, you saw the change. Yes. I saw the change. I felt the change. As I cried out for forgiveness of sins, I felt the weight of my sin be removed. I felt like I could stand up. High and tall for the first time. And that's not everybody's testimony, no. which is not wrong or right. But it's but, everyone's truth. Yes. And so, I mean, this is the point of get a heart for the lost. Yes. Like, get a heart for the lost. Yep. They are living condemned. Yes. They're living with the pain of their sin being multiplied day by day. Yep. And there's freedom for them. Amen. And so we're so quick to go, oh gosh, ooh, ooh, dirty, dirty. No. God paid for them. Yes. He love he loves them like he loved you when you hated him. That's right. And so look around with different eyes and recognize that their sorrows are increasing while you're growing in the delight of God's face on you. They're meant to experience that. Yep. It's time for us to like get back to caring about our neighbor, I think. Anyway, sorry, that was a little rant. Go on, Dwayne. No, it was was fine. Good stuff, Dwayne. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) It was subpar. (laughs) Uh, Verse five, oh Lord, you're my portion of my inheritance, my cup, and you maintain my lot. Um, I could actually go into this pretty, um, but this is actually quoting a little bit of the idea that the the Levites they did uh, of the of the nation of the twelve t- tribes they didn't get land they got God uh-huh. and so in getting that there is this place of I am satisfied and this is my inheritance mm-hmm. but the reason I would say I can go into because if you live before God um you're you become a child the eternal inheritance is enormous yeah it's like so and then you t- maintain my lot so it is this mm-hmm. idea that you've set my boundaries and you maintain them because mm-hmm. it's the next verse the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places yes i have a good inheritance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i don't particularly see um the the uh 
I don't I don't think we can be dogmatic when this is written, but this is the one of the things that gives us a hint. It's it's in a time where there seems like there has been a a blessing or a breakthrough or a promise given. Mm-hmm. So was it when he became king? There's to me there's a couple different thoughts on it, but I just want to read the passion. Here's what it says. Your pleasant paths lead me to pleasant places. Mm-hmm. I am overwhelmed by the privileges that come with following you for you have given me the best. Mm. And so there is this place of, because this was not always David's testimony. Right. Like he he knows the anguish in the heart yeah. and the wrestle with, with, with pain. So, yeah. but so this came at a time, but you, it's been worth it, and I've now I'm in a pleasant place. You have brought me to the place. You fulfilled a promise for me. Yes, and it's that. This is where he's writing this verse, this chapter from. Yeah, I believe it's a woman forgetting the pain of childbirth once she holds the baby in Excellent. her arms. Excellent. It's just like, and the fact that you you do it again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because the joy is worth it. Wow, that's really insightful. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a moron. Just kidding. Uh, verse seven, I will bless the Lord. And I, I love this. So who's given me counsel? And then my heart also instructs me in the night season. And so it is this, I will bless the Lord. Um, I'm looking here because, okay. So according to... Um, let me just, I do want to highlight this because it impacts um, the next couple of verses. He goes, so my heart also instructs me. So it it is the, sometimes the heart is the center um, of our spiritual activity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, it just kind of depends. And so I wanted to highlight that here. So first of all, I am following the ways of God. So I believe he's given me counsel. I think that is the word of God. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's also the now word to us, that God teaches us, speaks to us. We believe the voice of God talks to us today uh, through the Holy Spirit. So, yes, but I want to recognize it is the word, but it's also the instruction of the Lord. And then my heart also instructs me in the night. So it is those whispers of God. It's Mm -hmm. the prophetic dreams. It is God's talking. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the main Mm points. Verse 8, I have set the Lord on always before me because he is at my right hand i shall not be moved Mm -hmm. so this um is now messianic in nature Mm -hmm. um so this is this is um what peter quoted speaking of jesus now in psalm excuse me acts chapter two Mm -hmm. and so there is a a real uh, messianic so jesus focused prophetic message in here Mm-hmm. that is speaking to Jesus. And so this is what he said. So Jesus said, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it has that messianic feel to it. But I also believe it is God has been my priority all my life. And so he is supporting me. And so the foundation of my life, mm-hmm. nothing will shake me. I mm-hmm. won't be moved yeah, because so of good. how I've walked my life. Mm-hmm. So this is the part where it kind of gets fun. Uh, I've liked it all, Dwayne. Therefore. What's the therefore? Everything that's been said so far. Therefore, my heart is glad mm-hmm. and my joy, glory rejoices. Mm-hmm. Um, my flesh will rest in hope 
It's a powerful, powerful so, verse. Uh, glory, because it's it's like it's 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 my glory rejoices. Uh huh. So what does that mean? Right. So this is where I, I to me I wanted to break down heart, mm-hmm. and then my glory. So glory sometimes can actually be either his soul or his spirit. So. Um, and then my flesh will not rest. Mm-hmm. My flesh will rest in hope. So this is the part where um, if you get this understanding, so um, therefore my heart is glad. So my mm-hmm. spiritual place, yep, I'm glad. My s- glory rejoices my soul and my flesh. Yeah. So if we want to look at from that perspective, mm-hmm. so, you know, your spirit, soul, and man, and yep. flesh, okay? Next phrase, here the so he goes, for you will not leave me in Sheol, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. Mm-hmm. So um, the thought is here is that Sheol was the realm of the dead. So it was that place where where unbelieving people in God and also believing people in God from creation until the resurrection of Jesus all went to Sheol. Mm-hmm. And so it can maybe have this temporary idea. Uh-huh. And so that was the basic understanding and belief. And, and so in verse 9, he goes, I am, I'm in an incredible place mm-hmm. because my heart is glad, my, my soul's rejoicing, and there's hope. Why? Because you will not leave me in Sheol and it's David going, this is not my long-term destiny. Yeah. And this is resurrection. Mm-hmm. There's, he, like David had so much revelation. Yeah. He understood the resurrection. And mm-hmm. so when it says, um, like Ephesians 4, Jesus descended. And when he ascended, he went, Jesus, I believe, went to Sheol and took captivity captive. Like, like yep. he took these saints, mm-hmm. I believe, um, that was the first time they were with the father. Yeah. And he took those in Shoal at the res- at his resurrection. I mean, at his coming up, um, at his conquering death, the gates of Shoal were opened and they had access to heaven, um, the believers yeah. up until that point, believers in, in God. Powerful. And that's where, so we get this essence that there is, in his life, he's mm-hmm. got joy, yeah. gladness. Yeah. In his spirit, in his soul, and his body, there's hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is where we're all heading, verse 11. So he says, verse 11, you will show me the path of life. Mm-hmm. In your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, in one way, the path of life is Jesus. So yeah. I think that this is even for David putting his faith in the work of Jesus. So there's, and for us today, in the the very fullest meaning, I think the path of life, it is, it is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think also then it can be when I, when I follow God's way, Mm -hmm. it leads me to life. And, and John's, you know, John 17, three, this is eternal life that we would know him. So Mm -hmm. it is that ever growing knowledge. There's, there's all of that. So, Next point, in your presence is fullness of joy. Mm-hmm. And so this is now where sometimes we don't get the full 
understanding, I think, in translation. And yeah. so the Hebrew, the Hebrew in Hebrew, and I don't read Hebrew, <laughs> um, but, and then I think it's also, I was talking with a friend in German, in the German translation of this verse. It is what is really often throughout much of the Psalms, face to face, that idea, your yep. face being upon me is replaced with, in English, your presence. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something a little bit more powerful mm-hmm. when it is the face of God. Yeah. So when so David is saying here, when your face is upon me, I feel joy. Yeah. And so Jim Wilder is making the point in science that joy is released is when we are in face to face contact with people. Mm-hmm. That is what science is discovering. Mm-hmm. And I believe it has been a truth that David, the nation of Israel, and God wanted to have is that mm-hmm. when my face is upon you, the result will be joy. Yeah. So in your presence is fullness of joy. Yes. That is when God's face is shining on you and you can connect with it. Mm-hmm. There's joy that comes. Yeah. That's like, and yeah. so I've been telling you, I want to touch this. Yeah. So it's not circumstantial. Right. It is relational. And so when God looks on me, I feel, oh, yes, I love this. Mm-hmm. And joy fills my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then that's for me, John 14, it is, you know, three times if you love me, we will come to you. Yeah. Do my, you know, so that, that's that, that. God's presence, mm-hmm. and I'm reading like I'm reading books, and so it's kind of all flowing together. But God desires to dwell with man, yeah. And when we do, when we do it, oh my goodness, it results in joy within us. Right. It's it's the most satisfying experience. Period. Yes. Is connecting with God in that, as you're describing that in His presence, that face to face encounter. Yes. It. Those moments of deep connection rewire us. Yes. Like just seeing him, feeling his pleasure, his delight. Um, I, I can't remember if I told this story here. I've told it recently a couple times. Did I tell the story on a podcast about waking up? The Lord waking me up? No. Jennifer, tell it again. I'll tell it again. All right, guys. So this is kind of an out there story. So maybe some of you will. It's not out there. It's not? No. Okay. Well, when I was in high school, I was woken up to my name being called loud. And it it woke me up out of a sudden sleep. And I was like, what? What? Who? It, you know, didn't. Who woke me up? No one was home or, you know, all that. So I'm like, oh, that maybe that was God. I wasn't sure. Sure, but I sure. I understand that. Yeah, it's like eh. so I I said, "Yes, Lord," you know, just like, "Okay, that's what that's what Samuel did." Or yeah. Um so what what? Nothing. Nothing. So I'm like, "Okay, I don't know what that was, but I think I just heard the audible voice of God call my name." But why didn't he talk if it was if it was audible? You know, that was the thing. Like, unto what? What why then? If So that's what made me question whether it was real or not. And so probably two years ago, you and I are in that crushing season and we're just seeking the Lord together. And the Lord was speaking to us a lot during that time. 
And the Lord said to me, I'm, my eyes are closed, I'm listening. So it's like we're in a prayer meeting, and it's just you and I. Just us, yeah. And prayer meeting strong, but we're in a time of prayer. And, and, yep. and so the Lord just comes close and says, remember when I woke you up when you were in high school? So already I'm like, it was real. And I said, yeah. Because you weren't thinking about this? No, gosh, no. It was like, no, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about where are we going to live? 100%. It was not that. And um, the Lord said, uh, I woke you up because I like it better when you're awake. And I just, I mean, I just felt his utter delight over me. Come on. I saw him just enjoy me. Just yep. enjoy me being awake and putzing around and doing all the things I did. And yes. he just was delighting in me. Yes. And so he woke me up because he wanted to delight in me. I mean, it's powerful. It's powerful. powerful. Yeah, yes, it's subjective. You know, I'm not whatever, but it's marked me. Yes. It marked me. And the fact that God, you know, what is man that he's mindful of him? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like we underestimate. That we underestimate uh, God and we underestimate ourselves. We underestimate, you know, the 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 God who actually wants to engage with us, and that we underestimate the power of our voice and our face before Him. Mm. That what a privilege we have! We have access to go where people couldn't go before Jesus. You couldn't go into the right. Holy of Holies. You couldn't get that close. Yeah. And now we can. And this has been God's desire all along to dwell with man. And it's still it's still dim. Like the yeah. day is coming when yeah. the Father will return, yeah. the tabernacle of God will be with men, yes. and he will make us home again and he will, forever and ever. And he will be his full expression. Yes. And we can interact with that. Because we'll have resurrected bodies. And it's I mean, just, sin's gone. Sin's gone. And so then God, as it was in the garden, yeah. And there'll be no hindrance to us receiving affection. And no hindrance to us giving everything to him. Yes. I mean, this is unbelievable. Our future is bright in terms of connectivity with God. Relating to God, yeah. Because we, we know now, you know, with our my finite being and my limited emotions and limited expression, everything, how pleasurable it is to connect with God. Right. But with with all of our heightened senses, with our freest expression in our mind— with God fully there, I mean, how in the world are we even going to stand up? Yeah, yeah. When the God of creation comes back in his full glory, because it says the sun and moon will be embarrassed at his appearing because their light is going to look like a little flashlight in a cave yep. compared to the God of light who returns. Yep. But we get to experience a little bit of that today. Well, that's just the mind blowing thing of it all is. You know God's God's um, plan is is of of wanting to be with man. I'm yeah. just seeing it throughout the 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 story of Israel, and then it's just now God takes residence within us. I, yeah, there's just some Powerful. mystery in that that I don't get, but it is that it's an incredibly powerful, deep place to live where God dwells in us. Yeah, and so. In that now, if I think in this age, 
there's much to go. There's deep waters we can go in in communing and dwelling. And and like, you know, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. We will come to you and make our home in you. So home means dwelling. Yeah. So we have access to that deeper parts, I think, in this age. And it's part what I'm trying to like figure out. How do I get there and do that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not in a striving way, but I want insight into where I can have deep, rich Mm-hmm. communion and i i do want everything that's possible in this age absolutely i want to touch it um i do want to just and in that that i just want to highlight though in 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 your presence there's fullness yeah um and so it is you know the niv just makes it very simple you will fill me mm-hmm. with joy mm-hmm. and so um there's this um so Jim Wilder would say is that when your joy is depleted, mm-hmm. so there's there's absence of joy in a in a believer's life, mm-hmm. you do not function how you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And it's when there is a filling up and there is joy, yeah. then um, some of the points that he goes, this is the place where true transformation that has longevity works. Mm-hmm. Because joy is the soil yes. in, in some ways to then pull out the roots of those weeds mm-hmm. and really cause the fruit mm-hmm. of your life to flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so just good. in that. So that's where for me, um, you know, because we're talking in our church, but also just in our, you know, just how do we how do we approach the rule of life, the, the, the spiritual disciplines. And what is that? So, you know, group think like we all do this and then we keep each other accountable to it. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if that's fruitful or profitable. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the idea of self generated Mm -hmm. where I'm choosing, here's what I want to do. And, and in that, then why? Mm-hmm. And to me, what we're talking about here is the why. Mm-hmm. Why do I pray? Why do I read the word? All of those mm-hmm. things. And the why is, man, when we do this, there's a fullness of joy yeah. that is that just is kind of coming out from right. us. Right. And that is doable anytime, any place. Yeah. Anywhere. 100%. And so when you don't have a group of people holding you accountable, they've only modified your behavior. But when you self-generated connection where you find true joy, it just, you just live differently. Yes. You really do. And so I want to just say one thing in closing. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're going, okay, that was lofty. How do you even engage with that? Uh, Well, I think first of all, Rebuke the devil. Like there's, there is, a, there is an accuser of the brethren who wants you to live far beneath your rights and privileges as a child of God. He wants to skew the father so he seems like a taskmaster. He seems harsh and hard to get to. So you rebuke the devil. Second, you ask, is there any sin? Any Lord, show me, is there anything keeping me from fellowship with you? And if there is, repent. Like seriously. And then know, even no matter how shameful it is, if you are if you've repented, know this. 
If you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Amen. Now you're clean. So guilt gone. And now sit before the Lord with Psalm 16. Go through it slowly, believing that the Lord delights in you. And then just imagine him smiling. Close your eyes and imagine him smiling and smile back and see what begins to happen in your heart. Just start there and do that a few times a day eventually, and your joy will grow in the presence of God. Yes. No, amen. Simple. It's good, John. Thanks, bro. Hey, it's been fun. <laughs> hey, had a good time. <laughs> Hey, if the moon hope were, you, if the moon were made it. of spare ribs, would you eat it, Dwayne? Oof, that's a lofty topic for another day. Okay, there, Harry Carey. Uh, All funny right, video. Guys. Um, you need a little, you need a little laughter. That's it's more funny. Harry Carey. Some videos on Harry Carey. Except it may be only funny American. to Americans. I mean, yeah. it's American humor. Yeah, yeah. But Harry Carey's funny. Yeah. Hey. Is. All right. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. If the moon were made of spare ribs, would you eat it? (laughs) Simple question. Simple question, people. All right. All right. See ya. Until next time. 101's coming.